the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. Daily right here as is always Monday through Friday, four to six o'clock, right here on one hundred seven point one FM, the Big Z. I will not be here tomorrow. We'll not have Smash Daily tomorrow because we're going to have a big event, and that's Illini basketball. And Illini are one of the top basketball teams in the country. They're going to be playing tomorrow. The team that wins tonight, that's Indiana University versus Rutgers. So, I would say go Illini except I went to Indiana University. Mm-hmm. And so if they're playing IU, go Hoosiers. That's the name of the team, the Hoosiers. Uh, go Hoosiers, but I love the Illini. But at the same time, you can't disregard yeah. your alma mater. Right. You know, so uh, I hope they, they beat records. I don't know what kind of team they got this year. I haven't been watching them really. But uh, you're going to get that ball game tomorrow, and it's going to be something because the Illini are one of the top teams in the country. A lot of people are thinking they could take this whole thing all the way to the Final Four, and then who knows what happens at that particular point in time. But that's tomorrow. starts up at 4.30 here on WBGZ. We are the voice of the Illini. Glad to have them on here in the Riverbend area. And that is Lolo right there. Lolo, I'm going to turn you on and everybody on to, well, for example, when you were a kid. Mm Mm-hmm. Who was, in your opinion, the most – who turned you on as far as your like and or dislike of music is concerned? Who was your, gr- your group, your artist? Oh, my artist as a kid growing up? Yeah. Oh, gosh. It'd probably be Pearl Jam, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I was yeah. in that grunge era. You right. Know, 91, 10 yeah. came out. And yeah. that was like – that was in my tape player. Yeah. I remember I was hosting Pearl Jam, Smashing Pumpkins, and golly, I can't remember the other band, but it was at the American Theater, and uh, the the lead singer for Pearl Jam. Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. They were playing. <laughs> he climbed up the side of the stair. I think my cousin was there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And I'm watching from the side stage, because I got to be on stage as a host of the show, and he started going all the way around the balcony dangling off the edge of the balcony <laughs> yeah. all the way around, 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 around to the other wall. Right. Then came back on the stage and kept singing a song like that. It was great. My cousin, actually, I remember him coming over to family dinner, and yeah. he said, oh, my God, you would not believe what Eddie Vedder ah, did last night. Right on. So I've been verified on that. Yes. People yeah. say, no way. Yeah. But he did it. We watched him. The crowd was going berserk. Oh, yeah. Because one of two things, he's either going to make it or he's going to land on whoever is down there. And he's dangling. But at the same time, I don't know how he had the strength with his uh, upper torso, I guess, his shoulders, his arms, 
to hold on to whatever banister they had around there, and he just went like that, almost to the beat. It was something to see. It was something to see because he ran off to the side of the stage and climbed up the side wall. And then he got onto the balcony and started going around. It's like, wow, the crowd, we'd never seen. And they were just starting up in their careers and everything, Pearl Jam and all them. And when he did that, that was like astounding. It was beautiful. I can see him right now. It's almost like a spider going across a wall, you know? Like a spider monkey? Spider monkey. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. But that was, well, Pearl Jam, that's a, for me, this is one of the great band leaders of all time. And, when I was a kid, I was about 10 years old, we watched this guy. There's only three TV stations at that time, maybe a fourth if you had an independent station in your particular town. I grew up in Indianapolis, Indiana, and we had a fourth. That was WTTV. So I don't remember which station he was on, but him, and it wasn't a band. It was a full-blown orchestra, and it was a full-blown show with singers, dancers, everything. I'm talking about Lawrence Welk. Today is his birthday. Had he lived, he died in 1993, 97, something like that. Had, well, I got it right here. Let me take a look. I'll give you a verification on it. Is this March 11th? I think it is. Mm-hmm. I think it is. It is. Okay. Oh, yeah, here it is, his birthday. Come on, Ash. There you go. And Lawrence Welk, had he lived, man, I'd say it was a big deal when he died. I'll say that. I remember all that. Mm. Would have been 118. Ooh. Shoo, buddy, had he lived. But he lived a long, long life, and he was a band leader. He had such a killer band, and I wasn't into that music because I, at least in my youth, I was into what was ever playing on the transistor radio that I hid under my pillow so I could listen to it while mom and pop were asleep. Yeah, They didn't want us listening uh, late at night, but late at night you stayed up, and shoot, I've been a late-night guy ever since. Anyway, back then... You watched whatever TV mom and pop watched, and they wanted to watch Lawrence Welk. And so we did. And back then, as a youngster, you were the remote control. So if pop said, go change the channel, you went to the click, 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 click. You turn that thing. The dial. Exactly right. And you changed the channel. You went and sat back down. So mom and pop sat on the couch. This is up in the hall. We had a TV in the hall. Uh, Sat on the couch. And the three kids sat on the floor right in front of the couch when we watched TV and watched the Lawrence Welk show. And it's like I was forced to watch Lawrence Welk. But now, as an adult, I appreciate so much more what Lawrence Welk did because the way this show was put together was nothing but entertainment. <laughs> the Champagne Music Makers. bounciness of this song the bounciness signified the champagne oh and then bubbles would flow out of some machine in the background there it was a magnificent era in time boy 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 i remember that the champagne music makers lawrence welk was from like north dakota or somewhere like that and for some reason he had like a polish accent he grew up in america but for some reason he maintained a polish accent I don't know why, but uh, one of the great things about Lawrence Welk 
they had a hit. One of his big hits was a song called Champagne. From Hollywood, we bring you The Lawrence Swalk Show. And now, our musical host, maestro Lawrence Swalk. I used to love this guy. A pleasant good evening and a warm welcome. Our show this evening is titled Hit Songs from the Movies. And what could be more appropriate for an opener than Hooray for Hollywood? One, two, three, four. So that orchestra was killer. Now, it wasn't a band because it had strings. When you have strings, it goes from band to orchestra. That's the way the the definition goes. But I got to tell you what, man, this is what we watched. I don't remember what night it was, but we watched it. Once a week, Lawrence Wall came on and he kicked ass in his own individualistic fashion. I was watching there and there's a bunch of old people dancing and everything. Lawrence Welk would dance. And it was just kind of just like sappy, like nobody's business, but Lawrence Welk was the man. One of the things I loved about Lawrence Welk was the musicians. He had this guy named Myron Florin who played a polka accordion like nobody else. Myron Florin was the man, and these guys could play some polka music. We call on the lovely Lennon sisters for a hit song of the past year, more. I tell you what, the Lennon sisters I loved. I loved the Lennon sisters, not, not only because they were beautiful, but there was one in there, Janet Lennon, and she was my favorite one. And I knew that when I grew up, if I could just meet her once, she would fall in love with me. That's the way I took to the Lennon sisters. I used to love Len- the harmonies were magnificent, and they were just so pretty to watch. But like I was talking about the polka and everything, Myron Florin was the Polka King. It's man versus machine. Ah, I'm glad to see that. <laughs> so now the commander understands what I'm going through because somebody the else is doing it. Oh, here it is. Of one of our most famous polkas comes from Poland. Yep. Here's a happy mixture, our happy Norwegian, Myron Florin, and our Polish and Irish Szymanski sisters. Listen to this. That's Eddie Van Halen on the accordion. That's how badass Myron Florin was. I'm paralleling him to Eddie Van Halen. Okay, I'll I'll be quiet.
This is Samansky family right there, the sisters. They loved him, you hear it? They loved him. Smash Band, we used to play that song. And old folks would dance like nobody's business. We play St. Thomas, the big uh, festival that they have over there in Staunton. All you need to do is play, <laughs> roll out the barrel, and then we'd rock and roll them. Don't even worry about it. Way you do, baby. So happy birthday, Lawrence Welk. That's all I got to say. I used to love Lawrence Welk. That's how I grew up. And I grew up to be a band leader like Lawrence Welk. Never had the success that he had because he was huge out of Los Angeles, California. But do you even know anything about Lawrence Welk? Yeah, uh, my, yeah we used to watch it on uh, Channel 9, my grandma and I. Oh, no kidding. Mm-hmm. On Channel yeah. 9 they had it on, P- yeah. on PBS? I still have it. Get out of I here. I think they still have, yeah. Oh, I got to watch that. Yeah. No kidding. Every every other Saturday or so, they'd right have on. it on Channel 9, and my grandma and I would just sit down and watch it. So right I, got to, I got exposed to all that. Did you have to learn the polka? No, I oh, did you not. lucked out that way. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, grandma's lumbago wouldn't allow her to get up that fast. <laughs> but nevertheless, Lawrence Welk, happy birthday, buddy. I loved you. Landmark Realty. Magnificent. This is the season. Do a little house hunting. Especially because the mortgage rates are so low. First way to go house hunting is go right there on the internet. Because Landmark Realty, you go to GodfreyLandmark.com. That's their website. Got all the houses there. You can see all the pictures and everything, the drone shots. You can see the roof and everything. You know exactly what that roof looks like. So maybe you don't uh, like the house because the, the roof got moss all over it. Underneath the moss, who knows the roof? But you get to see that kind of stuff because of the shots that they give you there at GodfreyLandmark.com. And when you're there, you sign up for this opportunity to be one of the first, if not the first, to get in your inbox the new houses as they come on to the MLB or whatever they got, the MLB, that's Major League Baseball. But anyway, whatever (laughs) society they got going over here to take care of real estate. Matt Horn has been doing this for over 20 years. The folks that uh, work with him have been doing it for 20 years, if not uh, more. And the beauty of Landmark Realty is not only your opportunity to check out these houses, get to these houses, enhance your life with that next move, whether that be moving out of your house and selling your house. You know, you got a list with a list with a leader. And so you have opportunity to call Matt Horn and get together with these folks. And one of the things that they will do to assuage 
any uh, tension you might have is they know the paperwork. They know the language. They can translate for you. They're UN translators when it comes to whatever you need to know as far as that buying contract, that selling contract is concerned. So take advantage of the fact that they is here in the river bend for you. That's Landmark Realty Godfrey, Landmark.com. Well, every day at the studio, the man arrives, standing six foot one, weighing radio edit five, cranking out the jams and running his route. Everybody knew he didn't play no crap. The smash, the smash, big bad smash. Smash, smash, digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash. Irritated, exasperated, galled, infuriated, enraged. Now here is a dude who is hot under the collar. Smash Daily now presents Mr. Lolo's Displeasure. Mr. Lolo's Displeasure. Deb, what's going on over there, kid? Just trying to get out of here, Smash. All right. <laughs> nice to see you. And uh, don't lock that front door yet because, remember, we couldn't get out of this place the, the other night because we couldn't figure out the lock. Remember when you were showing me the oh, lock? Yeah. 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 That's what I was going to talk to Dennis about. Yeah. Oh, yeah? You know the, the lock, Big D? Yeah, I just found out. You just found out about the lock. Okay, cool. Telling the secret about Lee. Yeah. You know what we need to do is maybe back off a little bit because Lolo is kind of pissed. And we call this uh, feature, uh, if you want to call it a feature, Mr. Lolo's Displeasure. Oh. And I thought uh, we'd bring Dennis in here. Yeah. And um, and maybe you could analyze him a little bit better than me because maybe I'm just, just uh, in all honesty, okay. too antiquated <laughs> to the attitude of the youth. But that's just me. Okay. All right, Big D. Big D is uh, with the Riverbenders, I, I call them, as they get ready for Riverbend Talent. Yeah. Comes on every Thursday at 6 o'clock. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But and now no, I'm maybe a psychiatrist. I'll talk to you. Now yeah. I'm a psychiatrist for Lolo. I am well, really displeased well, right now. I'd rather <laughs> talk to you longer. See how displeased we can make the young man. But Mr. Lolo, what is bothering you at this particular point in time, sir? I don't know why. Uh, first and foremost, yes. I'm very displeased that we missed last Wednesday. Oh, the reason we missed or last, this one, this this uh, yesterday. Can I, I tell you why we missed you, yesterday? You may. Yeah, you may. because you weren't adamant enough about doing it. Oh. So if you're not going to show me the enthusiasm and the want to do that, you need to let your anger drive you because that drive so, will make you a better human being. Look how angry Big D has been all his life. Oh, I'm just so angry. And see what a wonderful man he is. He's not afraid to display. So, thus. You didn't hear me yelling from my house from where, from where you are? Oh, that was you. Yeah, that was oh, me. I That's how displeased it. I am. Okay, all right. Yeah, what but is, I'm not displeased no. about yesterday. No, right. What I am displeased about is. Today. Why, yes, why 
when I go to any fast food drive-in, and mm. I, I like unsweet tea, right? Yeah. That is my drink of choice. I don't know how you can drink that stuff. I used to drink sweet tea, and I can't do it anymore. Really? I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. Exactly. Really? No mm-hmm. Well, every time I go- You don't and, use sweetener? No. Hmm. No. No, I use lemon juice. Oh, really? Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My water is usually full of lemon juice. No kidding. Uh-huh. And what's that do for you? It just makes it taste better. Uh-huh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You don't you, I don't think it does. No? No. Well, to each their own. But Oh, look at you. You're yeah. just pleased, man. Look I at know. the retort. That's I how know. strong you are. But please continue, Well, sir. I'm upset that every time I go to the drive-thru to order an unsweet tea, yeah. and no matter how I say it, I always wind up with a sweet tea. Oh. <laughs> really? I actually, here's a true story. Yeah. I went yeah. through a drive-thru, right. and I said, hey, I want an unsweet tea. Yeah. Pulled up to the window. She gave me a sweet tea, and I took a drink of it before I left, and I said, hey, this is a sweet tea. Yeah. And she said, okay. And I said, I ordered unsweet. Yeah. Well, don't you just want to keep it? Ah, well, <laughs> don't you? No. Oh, okay. No. No. I, that's not what I yeah. ordered. Yeah, I ordered but... an unsweet tea. That's what I want. I expect what I want when I order it. I've had food wrong, but that doesn't make me as mad as the unsweet tea. I don't like sweet mm-hmm. tea. You, you are closer in age to this young man here. Big D, how do you uh, look at it? Well, that's called an instant gratification society that we live in. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that what it's And unfortunately, IGS. the programming that these folks uh, yeah. have to go through yeah. in order to do certain things, tasks, you know, you all they a- know is, hey, I don't know what button I push, but mm-hmm. you got what I got. I gave you <laughs> whatever I push. Whatever <laughs> right, I that's I a good point. Uh, that's a good point. See what well, the wisdom of uh, can we Big call D? him Doctor D? Doctor D. The Dr. wisdom D. of Doctor yes. D. He's almost like <laughs> you guys may be too young, but there was a show called The Real McCoys with Walter Brennan, and he would put forth just the wisdom like Doctor D just did mm-hmm. on the youth, like Little Luke or Hassie or Pepina, the hired hand. And Big Luke uh, and Kate, they were married, so they didn't need any advice. But mm-hmm. nevertheless, salute to you, doctor, for making, well, I'd have to say, a little brighter future for this young man All based right. on what you just said, which I have no idea what it was. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the youth below you obviously didn't feel you because something tells me that was a young person who hadn't been working very yes. long. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yes. Good point. Yeah. So how would you... Be displeased with that person knowing that maybe they had something in their life at that particular point in time that was bothering them, and thus they were not able to serve you correctly, and then you're going to be a bore to them? You're going to be an animal towards them? Come on, man. Everybody's got a job to do, and they got to do it right, correct? I messed up, and I owned up to it uh, earlier, and I owned up to it. Yes, you are displeased. Own up to the fact that you gave me a sweet tea, and I ordered an unsweet tea, and that's what I want. Yeah. Huh. Boom. And I ain't, this, I ain't saying this the wrong way, and you know better than I, Doctor. Yeah. It seems to me like the young man has had problems uh, with his parenting when he was a youngster and really kind of doesn't know. Because mom and dad probably said, hey, you're drinking this tea, and shut up, and huh? be glad you got something to drink because there's poor I, kids. Actually, in- that's true, because okay. my mom uh, made a lot of sun tea when I was oh, a kid. I love sun tea. I know, yeah. and she put sweetener in it, so I grew up yeah. adding sweetener into my tea. But here's the deal. Mm-hmm. You didn't grow up that's your problem an adult wouldn't be putting forth this kind of anger don't you agree dr d okay i see what you're saying yeah yeah <laughs> you, you know putting uh, down here. well you know i was thinking you know, my parents would have said the same thing yeah except at the end it's like and if you don't you'll have to go get a switch 
Ah, which good point. That locked get it down right then. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that locked your, it get down. Get your own switch. That's right. <laughs> so maybe, you know. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm angered about right now? What's that? That Mr. Honky is in here putting his cameras up again, and I am still of the belief that he is government. <laughs> just, take, just following orders. <laughs> yeah, just following orders. All right. Where's well, Commander Pigpen? Uh, who knows? I don't know either. There's only one commander. Don't, don't forget that, Oh, that's that, right? true. Otherwise, that you're going to find a different reason Luke, to be angry. Sergeant. Right? Sergeant Pigpen. That might be good. That might yeah, be good. Yeah. That might be good. Yeah. El Capitan, we might call him. Okay. All right. He is the captain of whatever ship he happens to be floating in on. His own. And or out. All right. Well, we certainly hope that you have come to find some resolution in your there displeasure. There is a simple resolution. And what is that? Just give me an unsweet tea. He's testy, ticked, pissed. Or maybe his mommy didn't love him enough. With all guns a-blazing, that was Mr. Lolo's Displeasure, live from Life's MMA Octagon, a.k.a. Smash Daily. Striper. Now, I remember Striper from back in the... And they used to wear striped outfits and yeah. everything uh, on black stage. Black and gold. You remember all that? Black and gold. Yeah. Was that what it was? I thought it was yellow, but uh, black and gold. That's right. Well, maybe it was yellow, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Golly, Striper. And Striper, to me, was a band. For some reason, they were uh, labeled a Christian band. And uh, they really didn't get the props that bands as strong as they were other bands were getting all the props and nobody took to Striper. And I'm, I always thought to myself because they purport the Lord. And in that, they didn't get the rock and roll props. Because that's a strong rock and roll. There's a lot of stuff that you hear anywhere on a hard rock radio, shall we say. Dr. D, do you not agree, sir? Uh, yeah, I think uh, they definitely, uh, by announcing they were in favor of uh, following Christ, yeah. they uh, turned some heads because, you know, you got the complete opposite out there, too, and a lot of that. So uh, I think the metal fans were kind of mm-hmm. in that boat already. Mm-hmm. Well, crazy part about it is, like I said, they, they were rocking as strong as anybody, 
but the music, the message is in the music, mm-hmm. and folks did not like the message. And the message was, you know, Jesus is as strong as any of these uh, other entities, mm-hmm. and take advantage of the fact that Jesus will let you rock and roll. Because so many people think that you can't rock and roll once you, quote unquote, find Jesus. But in reality, you can rock as hard as you want. It's all about your relationship with the Lord, not necessarily the kind of rock and roll. Now, if you're spewing all kinds of cuss words and all that kind of stuff, that's a different kind of story. But in putting forth the word of the Lord through your music, in the Bible, they talk about angels doing that kind of stuff, you know? Only this music was what in, in those days was called hard rock. Right. Big uh, deep. Well, you know, in, in the opposite boat, Black Sabbath, you know, they mm-hmm. were considered devil worshipers. Right, right, right. But if you listen to the song After Forever, that's straightforward Christian music mm-hmm. right there. Boy, oh, I forgot yeah. about that song, yep. but that's right, that's right, that's right. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Ozzy, uh, for a long time there, they would have the cross, the upside down cross, right. which signified, you know, a satanic type of stuff like that. But in all honesty, whenever I would listen to that kind of music, I, I enjoyed it for the music because I believed that for the most part, it was just about them putting on a show. Mm. And what worked for them was this antichrist, uh, you know, eat the head off a bird type of publicity that these guys got. Right. And unfortunately for Striper, as far as the mass mass populace is concerned they never made it but in the christian rock and roll community they are regarded as uh, pillars of strength shall we say that's true that's yep. true and how about you young man how have you taken to this are you still displeased from our feature just a moment ago that actually turn my mic on uh-huh, that actually pleased me i what liked it, it. oh i liked it yeah striper yeah yeah that, that was, was killer that was I, I couldn't believe that they're still rocking rocking in the free world uh, as neil young would say but yeah, Striper was uh, mighty to its name. Striper, I didn't understand. Stripes for what? Do you understand why they were called Striper? I'm not exactly sure, but something tells me it has something to do with Christianity for some reason. Mm, where's my phone? Maybe There's not. a Y in the, mm-hmm. in the... I figured they like bumblebees, though. That's yeah. what I thought in the early like, days yeah. when I saw those costumes <laughs> that they were wearing. Either, they, the, either that or they were a Matthias Jabs fans nah. because i remember him from the scorpions wearing the black and uh yellow but uh, i'm looking right here okay let me let me ask madam brainiac why was striper called striper yeah. according to marilyn c grant more striped bass are caught both by commercial and <laughs> recreational fishers than any other fish species in Maryland. All right, striped you. bass or stripers are also called rockfish because they like to nestle in the nooks and crannies of reefs and ledges. So can, stripers are our fish that yeah. nestle in the there nooks and crannies. Can I say something represents Christianity? Yeah, so. exactly right, sir. Well, here we go. Whenever you do, whenever you bring on Madam Brainiac, yeah. you need the NBC. The more you know. Oh, that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad that's idea. Good. I like good. it. Salute producer on that. That's mm-hmm. a good. That's a good mm-hmm. idea. But Madam Brainiac goes from the fishing angle. She a does. Striper based on fish because did not the Lord feed like 5,000 people yeah. with a few loaves of bread and a whole bunch of fish. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm, Maybe that's where they got Striper, from the Striper fish. Maybe Is that the, was the, the fish. The name Striper yeah. derives from the King James Version of the Bible. Huh. Oh. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. And what regard? Yeah. He said, but he was wounded for our transgressions. Got that. He was bruised for our iniqui- uh, iniquities. In- inequities. Inequities, yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, peace was upon him. Huh. 
and with his stripes, we are healed. The we reference healed. is frequently included in their logo too. Aha. Uh -huh. So, okay. Beautiful. Go. I need to, let's not lose this portion because I'll use this in the people's praise party, yeah. which plays on Sundays at five o'clock, not only here on WBGZ, but on our sister station, my mix 94.3. So we've come to find out by his stripes, we are healed. So in a way that makes us a striper mm. because the wounds on the back of the Lord, Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. are the same stripes that we wear as far as going through life is concerned. Wow. And, and in that, you have the opportunity to say, Lord, I will follow you. Lord, direct me as you want me uh, to be directed. And I am your striper, meaning I have taken the same bludgeoning that the Lord Jesus took from me well, I'm willing to take it for you in society today because that's the way society hits a lot of these folks who are, and I ain't saying, you know, Jesus freaking on everybody, but those who are talking the, the, the word of the Lord. Dr. D, have you any uh, thoughts on that? Well, I like those stripes. They look good on those guys. Yeah. Well, you have always been a fashion uh, yeah. Icon type of fellow right there. We I were talking the, about Jesus, but you've gone to the runway. But nevertheless, I, can, I, keep think, I keep thinking of the guitar player's name. I think it's Oz Box. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't remember, but I remember name. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Because they wore some tight outfits. Would you? Because yeah. you play. You're a singer. Would you yeah. ever think about wearing a tight outfit like I that? I came out in the rebellion of that. Oh, so really? I was in the Metallica phase. Ah, You know, okay. so, yeah. yeah, you wore what you wore on the street. Exactly right. right. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's that's what I always did, too. Yeah. Oh, we dress up for weddings or something like that. But, right. uh, you know, what you're going to do? Well, there we have uh, enhanced uh, the knowledge of the people who might be listening here to WBGZ. All because you are a Striper fan and brought Striper in here because... Our guest failed to make it here in the 5 o'clock hour. We're going to move that to Monday. And you, when he talked to me, I said, well, you're the producer. Come up with something. You came up with Striper. The doctor applied himself to it here. And in my opinion, based on your youth and the wisdom of these two fellows here, me and the doctor, we have uh, bludgeoned you with an information <laughs> set that uh, not a lot of people get. This is better in church, what happened just here. Yeah. Yeah. And I ain't saying it's bad about church, but in a way, this has been church. Yeah. Different kind of church, but yeah. this has been church because church is about understanding your relationship with the Lord. We understand a little bit better because we too, in our way, are stripers. <laughs> I'll tell you, just thinking, we were talking about Striper. We come to find out that Striper is a fish. I'm thinking to myself, man, I wonder if Harry Parker over at Gulf Shores would fry some of that up. I'd be interested to see how uh, what a, a Striper tastes like, you know? Me too. Because it's one of them kind of fish that hide in, hides in a rock, so it's a, a soft fish, I would think, because they ain't coming out and fighting with other fishes. And like They're hiding in the rocks. So if you can find the Striper, bring them out, 
just like you find catfish, fry them up. It's Striper Saturday or something like that, Harry, if you're listening to me. And you fix it up New Orleans style, just like they do at Gulf Shores. Two locations, one out there in uh, Creep Corps, about 17 years there. And over here in Edwardsville, about seven years over there. It's delicious, both sides, man. No matter whether they're frying up some striper for you, some catfish, they got great, great. Do you eat catfish, uh, Lolo? Oh, yes. Oh, you, oh we yeah. got to still go. I know. Right? I know. Because it's all man. open up. Yeah. All right, we're going to go. Yeah. We'll go to lunch there someday. Cool. It's only about 20 minutes from here. I, all right. I can dig it. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Because uh, Lolo and I go out for lunch and we eat corn on the cob. And they have such great corn on the cob over there, bigger pieces than the place that we went. Oh. And buttered up like nobody's business, man. Get in my mouth. I'm telling you what. So if you are hungry and you can handle the great food of a place like New Orleans, the great food coming out of the Big Easy, the great food coming out of the Gulf, Gulf Shores is a place for it. You can go to Gulf Shores Restaurant and grill.com. All the information is right there. The full menu, everything. But I'm turning you on, as is always, to the good stuff. And that is Gulf Shores. Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill.com. Smash, smash, digging a smash. Smash daily on the big C. <laughs> Look at the pig pen and Mr. Honky out there. Back when I started in the radio business, we used to have a window like that. And we, they'd bring Cub Scouts, and they look at you through the window, and it's kind of like we just like monkeys in a zoo. And so we would start doing stupid stuff for the Cub Scouts, and sometimes even a little tiny, uh, you know, brownies, the girl of brownies, and all that kind of stuff. And the moms would look at us like, "What are you?" Doing? It's kind of we felt like we were monkeys in a viewing cage right. when uh, all these folks would come along. So when when my man Pigpen was out there looking at us, I'm wondering, is he looking at us in an effort to grow himself as an individual, or was he looking at us in an effort to not be like what is occurring at this particular point in time in this particular place? It looked like some primates in here, so I'm no, is that what it's a primates. <laughs> very, very good. I, I saw you yeah. when I was in college. I saw you, and I saw you do the, we're monkeys in a cage. You came oh, out no and screamed, you? You screamed at my whole class. It was the ah, greatest thing I've ever seen, man. Fantastic. Uh, all, these, all these like 18, 19-year-old kids with stars in their eyes yeah. all sunk back as you're screaming, we're monkeys in a cage. That's exactly right, right, what we were. Way outside the uh, yeah. station case. Yeah. There. And uh, I, I thought it was great myself. But I was I, I was with the college, not with the Cub Scouts. I was yeah. in the Cub Scouts. Got kicked out for eating a brownie. Oh, oh wait a minute. Wait a It wasn't an illegal yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. devil's right. food right now. See, we were talking Jesus a moment ago, but that's devil's food. <laughs> See, I'm hoping because it's not yeah. my show, I'm not going to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a great show in the mornings over there at My Mix 94.3. Lolo takes care of the afternoons and digging a smash on Saturdays. Well, I thank you very much. It is the best mix of the greatest hits. Of the 60s and 70s. All the good music, you know. Were you around in that era? You, you kind of look, you got a little gray in your hair, and I kind of have respect for that, you know? I am ageless and timeless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, Lolo over there has a very short Mo Howard haircut. <laughs> wonderful young man, but it's a little too yeah, a little too short. But nevertheless, a wonderful look uh, to you, sir. And, uh, oh, by the way, uh, I just want to say hi to Gerard Fisher, 
GerardFisher.com. That's American Family Insurance. You need insurance. That's the guy right over, over there. I just had to get that in before we uh, uh, go here. Now, you guys got who coming in tonight as far as the Riverbend uh, talent is concerned? We got a band called Flip the Frog. Oh, Flip, the, Flip frog. the Frog. All, all the frog oh, yeah. flippers out there, get ready because we nice. got your band yeah. coming in. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. All right. Remember when you used to play Leapfrog? Are you guys old enough to remember mm-hmm. Leapfrog? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So is that what Flip the Frog is about? Or I'm not the f- sure what the flip the frog. Is. Oh, that I, I'm flip. just guessing. Okay, I have no idea. Flip. All right. All right. So pig pen flip. Yes. We will yeah. ask them, and we will right. find out uh, if, if it's something they can yeah. say legally. All right, I will uh, be tuned in. It'll be fantastic. I'll be listening as I uh, drive home, man. It'll be fantastic. I get you all the way to Christian Hospital. Then for some reason, just uh, goes away right there. But flip the frog one time for me, if you would, please. And. Uh, not at me and or Lolo, but at the actual band. So they understand the meaning of their own meaning. But that's just me thinking out loud. Always a pleasure to see you guys on Thursdays. Always a pleasure to sag back and forth like that. Lolo, nice job here today. Thank you, sir. Beautiful. I'm gone tomorrow because the Lion I are playing. This is the Lion I basketball here on the Big Z. So I catch you on Monday. Have yourself a good one, whatever that one happens to be. Smash, dig the smash, smash, smash. I'm digging the smash. Well, that is it. You've been digging the smash. Smash daily style. For as long as you was able to tune in today. Performance time, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 o'clock, right here on WBGZ 107.1 FM. The Big Z. So until the next time, I am G-O-H-N gone. So gone, I was not even here. So have yourself a good one, no matter what that one happens to be.